Good morning, Chivia Churches, and good morning to those joining us from other places as well. You're all very welcome. We come and we worship together on this 11th Sunday after Pentecost. The only intimation I have, well, there are a couple, there will be a baptism at Yetham this Sunday, and that's of Patrick William Flintoft. And also, I will be going on holiday for two weeks. And if anyone needs uh, the services of a minister, then please do get in touch with Anna Rodwell. We have our call to worship. When we journey with God, anything is possible. And we're challenged to push our limits. When we walk closely with Jesus, anything is possible. And we're reminded that everyone has their story to tell. Let us worship God. We sing a, a baptismal hymn to begin with. It's one that was omitted from CH4, but we find it in Mission Praise in 417. Just lift high the cross. Thanks to Heather and Gordon. Let us pray. Living and giving God, you are the source of all good things. In Christ, you give us a bread of life. and We know your care for us is beyond measure. Through the Holy Spirit, you're present in all situations, both large and small. And yet your majesty is infinite. 
Your love reaches wider than the expanding universe, and your kindness embraces even the tiny sparrow. And so we gather in worship to offer you our praise, our love, our loyalty, the best of ourselves. For surely you deserve all we can offer, our living and giving God. Living, forgiving God, in Christ you promise us new life. But we confess that we're in love with our old ways. We nourish bitterness over disappointments. Anger can hold us hostage for years. We find it easy to say one thing to someone's face and something else behind their backs. Forgive us for falling short of your hopes for us and by your grace renew us to live for love's sake. And God is tender-hearted and gracious to all and has forgiven you in Jesus Christ. Trust in God's grace and be kind to one another, forgiving others as God has forgiven you. And now we join in our family prayer. We say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our first reading is from Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 25. So then, putting away falsehood, let all of us speak the truth to our neighbours, for we are members of one another. Be angry. But do not sin. Do not let the sun go down in your anger. And do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing. Rather, let them labour and work honestly with their own hands, so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up as there is need, so that your words may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you are marked with a seal for the day of redemption. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. And then in chapter 5, Therefore be imitators of God, as be it beloved children, and live in love, as Christ loved us, and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Amen. And then from John chapter 6, we've been following through this chapter where Jesus has fed the 5,000. And in verse 41, we read, And then some began to complain about him, because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They were saying, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I've come down from heaven? 
Jesus answered them, Do not complain among yourselves. No one can come to me unless drawn by the Father who sent me, and I'll raise that person up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the man in the desert, and they died. This is a bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give you for the life of the world is my flesh. And this is a word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And our next hymn is 528. Make me a channel of your peace. have our, our weekly prayer. Creator God, we thank you for the wonder of new life and for the mystery of human love. We thank you for all those who support and, whose support and skills surround and sustain the beginning of life. And we thank you that we are known to you by name and loved by you for all eternity. Long ago, Jesus took up the little children in his arms and bless them, 
And so we ask your blessings on us all this day and every day. Amen. This Sunday, we're going to be baptizing Patrick, a young child with a future all ahead of him. I don't think he'll have given much thought to what he wants to do when he grows up. But no doubt there'll be those who will be wondering whether he'll follow the family tradition and be a farmer. Rightly or wrongly, we can be defined by our family. I'm sure his parents just want him to be happy in whatever he does. In our gospel reading today, Jesus had performed the wonderful miracle of feeding the 5,000 and had followed up by saying that he was a bread of life, the bread from heaven, the bread that satisfies the very soul. But what did the, the crowd do or say, or at least some of them? They said, we knew his father. We know his mother. We know his sisters and brothers. They're ordinary people just like us. Who is this one to claim anything different? We know where this one comes from. Of course, there's a saying, familiarity breeds contempt. And Jesus was defined by his family. And people made assumptions because of it. Now, that can be a positive thing. In the Olympics, it's been very interesting when the media interviews family members of, of those who've won medals. And you can see their pride in their son, their daughter, their sister, their brother. You can also see how grounded the sportsmen and women are because their families are rooting for them and have sacrificed so much so that their children can excel. And yet some have become multi-medal winners, the best in the world. The marvellous thing about Jesus is that he did have a family here on earth. He was God, he was divine, but also human. And because of that, he knows what we go through. And that's why he could look at the crowd and be filled with such compassion. Because he saw people hurting, people confused, people needing direction. And most of all, most of all, he saw people needing to be loved. And Jesus loved the people. He, and he loves us to the extent of sacrificing his own life on the cross that we might live. In Ephesians, we're encouraged to imitate God. And that's a big ask. But we look to Jesus and seek in our lives to be more Christ-like. Again, in the Olympics, the various medalists have been of one voice, saying that they hoped that the young would be inspired to take up sport and aim high. And no doubt there'll be a surge of skateboarding and BMX biking and gymnastics, at least for the next few months. Athletes inspire a new generation. How much more then should looking at the life of Christ 
Look at the person that he is. Inspire us to right living. And Ephesians gives us a clue how. Some, some commentators have likened Ephesians to a manual for baptism. Though in this, the case of the Ephesians, it would have been adults being baptised and not a little child. But they're being encouraged, for one thing, to tell the truth. Also, very interestingly, to be angry. Interesting because often we see anger as a negative thing. And yet it's right to be angry over injustice, over climate change, over, say, someone cheating in order to win. We want to see justice prevail. But Ephesians also says, don't let the sun go down on your anger, as anger can gnaw away within us. But above all, the writer of the letter encourages us to show love and compassion, to look to Christ. And when we look at Christ, we see how he was filled with compassion and extravagantly fed the crowd and gave of his very self. So let us then imitate Christ and show extravagant love to all. In the name of Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Our baptismal hymn 632 in verses 1 and 2. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we bring our gifts to you, knowing that you have given yourself for us so that we may have life. Bless our gifts and bless us for the extension of your kingdom. We live before you, our world leaders, in a, an increasingly stable, unstable environment. We ask you to give them wisdom and integrity. Help them to put the needs of their country before their own desires. We pray for countries at war or suffering long periods of unrest. Think particularly of Afghanistan and the Middle East. We pray for a new desire to love and treasure others, that it may sweep this planet and bring in a new reign of peace. 
Pray for all our communities and all who live and serve in them. Thank you for those who sweep our streets or empty our bins, clean our shops and workplaces and hospitals. We pray for your strength and reassurance for our, our NHS. And think of all the teachers gearing themselves up for a new session. We pray for all who are unemployed and struggling to make ends meet. And we think of all those who live around us. We picture them in our minds now. Our friends, our neighbours, the people who walk their dogs past our houses. Those we say hi to in the street, but don't necessarily know their names. Pray for those who live behind closed doors that we never see. For those who we used to spend time with, but for whatever reason we don't see anymore. Lord, you know them all by name and we thank you for each one of them and for the ways in which they touch our lives. Give us a grace to be good neighbours and willing to go the extra mile for all these people. And in a moment of silence, we bring the prayers of our own hearts before you. Lord, hear these and all our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. And our closing hymn is a hymn 476, the hymn, Mine Eyes Have Seen the Glory. Thank you. And now our benediction, people of God, go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you this day and even forevermore. Amen. <laughs>